0: Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome, Welcome to Guaranteed, guaranteed, adventures, guaranteed, adventures, guaranteed adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Guar- Adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories might change, but the adventure is guaranteed. welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, as we begin a new season, Ivory Horizon. Woo-hoo! Now, we're looking forward to this season. This is going to be a little longer of a format, um, more than our typical 10 or so episodes. But we look forward to really diving into the meat of this story here. Now, before we go into introductions um, of our new cast and characters, a, a couple orders of business. First... Be sure to follow us on social media if you can at GU Adventure Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Anything and are we on anything else? That TikTok. We're... we're also on TikTok. <laughs> Just, so, Threads, Blue Sky. Mostly Twitter and Instagram. Yep. mostly
1: Twitter. What was this Twitter? I know of X. Oh, shut up! <laughs> It'll always be Twitter to
2: me. Boo, okay, we're kicking Nathan off. Oh, no.
0: Boo.
2: Uh, we have an opening for a uh, host for your. <laughs>
0: We We can't pay you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, be sure to join our Discord server. Uh, It's been fun interacting with people on there. Uh, So come join us on Discord, and be sure to check out our newly launched Patreon. (gasps) Yeah! Yeah, where you can get a little uh, behind-the-scenes content and uh, that sort of thing. So it's been fun doing this as we kick off year two of Guaranteed Adventures. And uh, I'm going to let Seth read a review for us that came in. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. I promised that I would make them read it, but, you know, I should read the first one since (laughs) I'm making other people do it. So this review is from What is World, uh, titled Wonderfully Wonderful, five stars. I thought it's about time I left a review for such a wonderful podcast. Kyle is by far my favorite player. Sorry, guys. Because of how ridiculous he just decides to be. And props to whoever is GMing because they just roll with it.
0: Can't wait to see their next adventure. Two exclamation marks. Well, thank you from What Is World. Thank you, What Is World. Thank you. And I hope someday you'll figure it out. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Shouldn't have looked at (laughs) Nathan. You're welcome. We are here tonight with a couple of changes to our personnel. Kyle is not here at the moment tonight. He will be joining us in a later episode of this season. Uh, Seth. Hi. Is here tonight, but is not going to be joining us at the time being because he is beginning a doctorate program. And he's
3: super smart. Excited for nerd. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pay them to say that. Why do you
2: like school so
3: much? I didn't say that I was doing it because I like school.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And we are very excited to introduce the newest regular member of Guaranteed Adventures, (gasps) Zach Lee. (laughs) Wow.
3: Thank you. I'm excited to be
0: here.
3: <laughs> We're okay about it. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. It's fine. <laughs>
0: All right, so let's dive into Ivory Horizon. So this season is going to tell the story of the of an adventure guild uh, in a world of magic and mystery. We're going to be using the Fate Accelerated System. So, Nathan, Kyle, and I have all played this a little bit, and I think it's brand ago. new to everybody else. Yep. So, sure it's going to take us uh, probably a few episodes to really get the swing of things and get, and get used to everything, because it does require a little bit different thinking. But I think this will be a good fit for the story we're wanting to tell uh, and uh, for our group as a whole. So, Ivory Horizon is an adventure guild in the land of Terevus. And the land of Terevis is roughly divided into four quadrants. In the north, there are the northern mountains. In the west, are the western forests. The east is home to the eastern plains, and the south is home to an archipelago of floating islands, floating in the water islands, that is, known as the Wandering Isles. In the middle of it all sits the city of Guildholm, the crowning jewel of Terevis. Adventure guilds take a prominent role. In, in places around the continent. There's no centralized government to speak of. A certain city might be ruled by a lord or a council, but adventure guilds also take prominent roles in those areas, with many cities being home to their own adventure guild. These guilds take on all sorts of jobs. They fight monsters, they protect citizens, they transport goods and merchant caravans, and they also explore dungeons, mysterious locations that pop up above or below ground, full of magic and mystery. As we begin our adventure here, let's go ahead and go around the table. And so uh, introducing our new characters, we've got Nathan, who will be playing Cedric Valinor.
1: Tim, who will be playing Reese Mellowson.
3: Zach, who will be playing Merrick Rockrender. All right. And we're going to start off with Merrick. Mer- what does Merrick look like? So merrick is a uh, a small folk he's about three and a half feet tall maybe on the right day he can be a little bit taller but uh he's yeah about three and a half feet tall uh fifty fifty five pounds or so so not very large uh which allows him to move around in ways and get to places that might otherwise be off limits to other people uh he is he's an orphan he uh has lived a lot of his life on his own um and uh just Abandoned by other people, he is very unobtrusive to others uh, and has only been taken in an interest by um this shopkeeper that's next to the orphanage uh, um a person by the name of old Tosin Stone Crusher all right.
0: Merrick has recently aged out of the orphanage, is that right? yes, he has so he and Tosin have set out uh, together um looking to join an adventure guild mm-hmm all right, so we'll we'll join Merrick and Tosin. Uh as you reach the as you uh come to the town of I named this ahead of time, guys. What this is progress.
2: No way. As you come
0: to the town of Leafside in the western part of the continent. So you've left Guild Home, you've traveled around, and uh have have you stopped by any other adventure guilds?
3: We have. We've uh tried to uh gain entrance um into uh an, a few other guilds at this point. Um Three different times with three different guilds we've tried to become a part of, tried to accomplish tasks, and every time we have either failed or have just been outright rejected. And uh, it has made me, it's made Merrick very, very hard towards uh, other people and just reaffirms this thought that he has that everyone's just out for number one. There's yep. there's no one who can take care of me except for me.
2: The whole your adventuring guild is in another town Uh
0: Yes. Uh huh. Yeah.
3: yeah. Been 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 told that. Yeah. It's like, hey, go go that way. There might be someone over there that can help you out.
0: All right. So you and Ma- you and Merrick and Tosin, uh, come to Leafside uh, as as it's getting close to as it's getting close to supper time. We're talking like six o'clock or so, uh, and so people are kind of done with their work for the day, settling into going home or getting dinner, those sorts of things. And uh, <clears throat> Tosin, as, as you walk into town, Tosin uh, says to you. Well, Merrick, you think this is going to be the time we get into one? No, I, I don't. But might as well try. <laughs> uh, I, hear the, I, I hear the one here in Leafside right now is pretty unusual. Well,
3: I mean, they'll take you then, they're definitely unusual. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Oh, you know what it means, old man. Oh, come on. I got
0: plenty, of, I got plenty left to give to an adventuring guild. Guess, I guess we'll find out. Look at these hands. They've known nothing but hard labor. Adventure, will be a piece of cake.
2: The hand's I'm sure missing, it will. Like, oh, sorry.
0: <clears throat> Look, uh, well, anyway, all we got to do is find this. And he pulls out a piece of paper and looks at it. Uh, it Ivory y- it's Horizon? It's it's upside oh, down. Oh, thank you. And he pulls out some
3: little glasses and puts them on. Oh, Ivory Horizon. <sighs> well, uh, might as well find a tavern. Like, that's where... Guilds are typically, you know, that's where they meet, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so you ask around a couple people in the street. It looks like everybody, it seems everybody's kind of, a lot of people, anyway, are headed down towards the riverbank. Um, and you can catch the drift that there's a restaurant down by the riverbank that is
3: pretty popular right now. I mean, I'm, I'm hungry, Tosin. How about, how about we grab some grub? You buying this time? No. No. <sighs> <laughs> One of these
0: days. Uh, And the two of you walk down towards the riverbank and you kind of crest a hill and then walk down the hill. And you can see uh, there's like it's it's like a large barge with basically a float, a building on top of it. Uh, And it's like a it's a pretty it's not an overly tall building. It looks like it's maybe one and a half, two stories tall. There might be some sort of loft or something, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's definitely a big chimney with a bunch of smoke billowing out. Um, there's a lot of noise coming from it. It seems like a really noisy place. People are going in uh, and out. And it looks like, and you you smell the smell of delicious food smells coming from it. And in a big placard over the door, you see Ivory Horizon uh, and an emblem that looks sort of like a
3: sunrise with tusks coming down out of it. Hmm. I mean, I, you gotta you gotta compliment the artistic work at least. That's it's a nice looking symbol. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. let's uh let's let's go in and get some food i'm You're hungry
0: right. yeah you walk up to the door uh and a hostess stop it, it's pretty crowded inside and so a hostess steps out to you uh she's got dark skin dark hair she's wearing um like a white sleeveless blouse and a black tie black skirt and kind of typical hostess waitressy kind of stuff she says, uh, and she says hello welcome to ivory horizon you're going to need a table for two? Yep, just the two of us. At that moment, um, you hear a very large splash in the river. Uh, and you can see um, a, a, a massive head surfaces out of the river a little ways upstream and comes swimming towards, towards the restaurant. And at first, you're not sure what it is. You see this big brown head uh, and then a large mustache and then two <laughs> gleaming white tusks. <laughs> that burst out of the water. What the? What, what is this thing? Wa- it is a walrus easily the size of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Larger, probably. Just... And on hanging onto a collar on the back of the walrus appears to be uh, a polar bear. A polar bear man who is holding onto the collar with one hand and holding a rope in the other, seemingly dragging something very heavy uh, and pulling against it. Uh, and he's yelling, pull Waldo, pull!
3: <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to let this one get away. <laughs> should, it tell, should we go see if we can help him? Uh, the hostess says, "Oh
0: no, he'll get it in. It won't be a problem." Uh, and, okay. And, and you see him give a big yank, uh, and nothing happens. Another yank, and nothing happens. And then the river itself, the water kind of flows and converges towards where the towards where the rope is in the water, uh, and it shoots up a massive fish, like the size of a cow, and he swings it over his head. He's now approaching the restaurant as the fish flies high in the air attached to his rope and just smashes down directly on top of the restaurant, (laughs) (laughs) taking out a corner of the building. Is this how you guys catch all your meals? (laughs) The host just says, well, we usually prefer to get them with a little less
3: rubble. Well, fair enough. Uh, um, we, we might be able to help out with the repairs if needed. Oh, uh, is, is that so? What do you mean? Well, uh, <clears throat> this old geezer over here to my right, he doesn't look like much, but uh, he is one of the noted masons from the uh, center of Guildholm, um, and I have been accepted as his lowly, humble apprentice uh, for the last several weeks. You two are
0: Masons? Mm -hmm. She turns around and looks at the building. And as you look a little closer at it now, you can see that it is... It's pretty ramshackle (laughs) held together. Stuff that is very, you know, not... It looks like every part of it has been broken multiple times (laughs) and stuck back together. Yes. And she says, well, I'll have to introduce you to the master. Uh, Come on in. Let me find you a table. Can I recommend the fish? It's very fresh. (laughs) You can. (laughs) And... She leads you into the restaurant, which is bustling with people. You hear um, you hear a voice coming from the kitchen, seemingly scolding the polar bear that crashed the fish into into it, yelling, What are you doing? Breaking up my kitchen? This is terrible. Like, this is going to take weeks to repair. You've wasted half our food supplies. And, and just going on and on, uh, accompanied by what sounds like the, the crack of a frying pan hitting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Tempers run high in the kitchen, huh? Eh? Some things never change another person that draws your attention uh, as you enter the room is is reese mellowson uh he's probably uh
2: perched up in one of the corners or up on uh one of the tables uh he's got uh, he's also a small folk uh with a uh, little patch of silver hair and emerald eyes and he's uh Perched up on a table with his loot, and uh, he's just started playing again. Once he realized that he is actually not in any danger uh, from the giant fish that's crashing through the the roof or the the restaurant. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of uh, playing some songs on his uh, on his loot uh, there. So. Nice. Is he a good loot player? He is. He is a fantastic loot player. So, I, I could roll for that if if I need to. Do you want to? Sure, yeah let's, yeah, let's roll for a loot. Go Why ahead, not? roll a
0: create an advantage. Okay. Because if you do that, you'll get to add an aspect to the scene. Yes. So, uh, aspects are story aspects. They can be a statement, a phrase, anything. So, with a good roll, you might add an aspect like a uh, joyous atmosphere joyous, or something yeah. like that.
2: But I rolled, so what is two negatives so, and a um, um, regular?
0: So, what you do, you roll your dice, which are, have pluses, minuses, and blanks. You sum those together. So what's the sum of your roll? Uh, Negative two. Okay. You take that and add it to whatever approach you're using. So in this situation, your music playing would be flashy.
2: Gotcha. So my flashy is three and a plus two for my loot, which would be a five. But I rolled a minus two, so that's down to a three.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you get a plus two from a stunt. Yes, is that right? What does your stunt say?
2: My stunt says, uh, "My magic loot adds plus two to flashy to flashily create an advantage to change the mood of people."
0: Perfect. So you met that situation, so you get that plus two bonus for a total of three, and all you needed was a, a number two fair roll. Sweet. So you create joyous atmosphere to the room. It's
2: got like kind of a happy happy tune like uh, upbeat things going on there's maybe some people that are uh dancing uh in the in the hall, the aisles in between the the tables
3: feeling my spirit's lift
0: i turn to a toast and I say you know this might actually work out uh he he looks a little hesitant and says i don't know this place kind of seems like it's falling apart huh when something's falling apart what do you do build it back up build it back up that is
2: a Fantastic line for the song that I'm writing. So, this song is all about um, uh, things that, you know, you s- go through life and you're not sure what's happening who, what, and- Who, who are uh, you? you just, I'm going to go get some meat.
0: <laughs> and Tosin <Tosan laughs> just walks away.
3: <laughs> oh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Reese, Mellison. Merrick. It's nice to meet you. Merrick Rockrender. It's, it's nice to meet you too. Merrick Rockrender.
2: Ooh, I like the alliteration of that. Can I write a song for you? It would be the people would be singing this song for generations to come it's, sure, Merrick rock render, I feel like it's a kind of starting in a minor key and then kind of slowly like plodding along like it's a rock that's just there, and then all of a sudden in the chorus, it explodes into this coloration of of light and upbeat uh kind of. Colors and, and musical themes interweaving together. Like He's just gold looking at you blankly, <laughs> he has
3: no idea what you're talking about with all these musical terms. It's just uh, all going over.
2: <laughs> Reese just starts like kind of plucking some stuff out in his loot.
3: Oh, well, uh, okay, I did. I look forward to hearing it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll, I'll work on that for sure.
2: Yeah. Uh, hey, d- do you need some food? Yes, Perfect. I absolutely do. The table that I was sitting on might be a little dirty, so let's go to that one over there. That's a little empty. Yeah.
3: Okay. Right, is is there an extra seat for uh, from a friend? Oh, absolutely, Kay. yeah. Are you
0: taking him over to sit with other people? Yes. Okay. At the table, there are a couple other people <laughs> hanging out. One of them uh is a young woman, a young small folk woman, similar to both Reese and Merrick, actually. Cause you are a gnome. Is that uh, correct?
2: yes, I, yeah, Reese is a gnome.
0: And uh this this young woman uh is she's sitting at the moment she's sitting at the table right now, but uh, appears to be engaged in a game of darts. And as you come over, she says, oh, Reese, why'd you stop playing? You were doing pretty good up there. Oh, I met, uh, I met, uh, Merrick, Rock Isn't I... that name
2: just like, it's, it's a strong name.
3: Yeah, I,
0: I, I it's guess pretty it's strong. Common, I don't like, They have names like that up north. But it's, uh, like,
2: up north? just, just listen, just Merrick, Rock Render.
0: Yeah, it's. Doesn't it, like. I mean, it makes you want to punch a rock or something, I guess. Right? I don't know.
2: It would be a great like. I'm gonna write a song about it, like like I did with your name. So you wrote a song about Marley. Yes, I wrote a song about Marley. It's the. I mean, Marley. What has even rhymes with that? Barley, um, Carly. You you could Farley, throw in Farley. Yep. So there's a lot of things that are in there. one of those was a real word. <laughs> but from the context what is of language, the but a song, social construct, <laughs> and from the context of the song, you know that. Uh, Carly is like, uh, what the clouds look like just before sunset. Like it's just right. Like they haven't changed the color yet to the sunset color, but it's like right before sunset. So it's like the Carly color.
0: Uh, a voice from the end of the table yells, <laughs> Marley, it's your go. She's like, Oh, excuse me. Uh, and she steps <laughs> up. She takes three darts, uh, at the end of the table and just throws them towards the dartboard. Just one after the other very quickly. And all three stick bullseyes.
2: <laughs> uh, Reese is just hands on the table, just kind of like hands in his cheeks and just like looking at, at Marla like, ah. oh, and then uh, slowly, like, quickly, when she starts walking back, like doesn't, like looks away.
0: <laughs> I think we'll pan over to look at somebody else that's uh, in the in the restaurant at the moment. We come across an unusual pairing
1: of people, someone who is... Shorter than the average person, but taller than the average small folk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cedric Valinor is—he well, is a dwarf. He is part dwarf, part elf. So he has the patches of blonde hair amidst like red curly hair. Is not able to grow facial hair at all, though, which he may or may not have been teased for a lot with amongst the dwarves growing up. But his curly hair also did not make but him fit in with. Teased for growing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, curly hair may also. Like didn't really quite go well with the elves because they all were like more straight long hair. And it's like, come on, man. <laughs> but he's over uh, wearing his, his trusty apron with his utility belt in it and has an unusually large backpack on his back as well. Talking to his wife, uh, Glennis, who she is part human, part beast folk. Uh, she looks fairly human, just ex- with the exception of... Having like tiger ears and a tail like a tiger behind, much taller than him, much more the muscular of a two. So you kind of get a bit bit of a brains and a bronze type ordeal.
0: How old are they, uh, or how old do they appear? Rather,
1: so Cedric appears much younger than Glennis is, but they're actually about the same age. Glennis looks to be more in her like sixties to like sixties to seventies ish. But yeah, Cedric looks looks seasoned, but not quite elderly yet. Could it be just his genetics?
3: He looks
0: old. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cedric, he's keeping up with the kitchen pretty good tonight, even without Perk here.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that that old Perk fellow. I wish, wish he was here, but too he probably he's not on a mission right now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, but I uh, can't believe Master keeps breaking this place up. Gonna take us a week to put that back together.
1: You know, some days I wonder why, but I know it's a labor of love <laughs> that we keep doing this.
0: I mean, he does catch the biggest
1: fish. Yep, we, we at least get our fo- our rations for the week. Yeah, <laughs> then, then we also have our prepare. We have our desk for the week.
0: <laughs> hey, who's that no. over there talking to talking to? What's his face? The the to... loot guy. Oh, Doris. Yeah. Um, uh, hmm. I don't know. I should go introduce myself. Yeah, go see what's going on. All right.
1: <laughs> yep. does <laughs> he takes his backpack. <laughs> does
2: he take, take his backpack everywhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> you always know when he's on the move. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 it does, does it take him like two or three tar- t- times to like actually get up out of the chair. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That time he was good. Like it was okay. <laughs> it was a like that was a higher chair so it wasn't as much lift he had to do. He wasn't like sunk into it. <laughs> gotcha. If it's like those really like comfy like cushions on the chair, mm. then it'd be like
0: <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> 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 I relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> Every kid makes it harder to get up. <laughs> anyway, so you make your way over to the table yep. with Reese and uh Merrick and Marley. Uh and Tosin. Tosin has made his way
3: over as well. Marley, you don't mind me uh saying so, you are very good at that darts game. Oh thanks. Yeah. Yeah. She's one of the best shots around. I'm By good. the way, my name's Sid. Hi, Sid. Uh I'm Merrick. Merrick, nice to meet you, Merrick. So what brings you here? Well, uh the uh this man, Tosin and I, uh we are on the look for uh, for a guild to join. Uh we've We've been getting the itch to adventure and are wanting to scratch it a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, I got a little bit of itch back here too. But <laughs> <laughs> here, let,
2: let me let me get that for you, Sid.
1: Oh, and oh, it, uh, oh thank you. This is going
2: yeah. <laughs> so looking for a adventurers guild, huh?
3: Yeah. Well, I told the Ivory Horizon uh, is around these parts, so figured we'd come and come and check it out.
2: Well, you got caught us on a really good day because we are around these parts today we might not be around these parts tomorrow but today
3: you caught us here so, so Tosin, i told you timing would be impeccable one of these times <laughs>
0: how do, you did
3: how, how do people
2: join our guild
0: uh they would basically have to talk to the master <laughs> okay, okay but yeah i mean it would not be an i i, I think word of mouth okay. would be a big factor so keep that in mind too like Feel free, as you meet NPCs and stuff, (laughs) feel free to invite them to come join you. Yes! You'll just have to run it by the master. Are you sure about this?
3: I am. (laughs) I I am prepared for this. You get a tusk. Everyone gets a tusk.
0: uh, The Ivory Horizon, you would all be aware, the public perception of the Ivory Horizon is not very high right now. (laughs) It's kind of a guild that was pretty good back in the day, like a couple generations ago. Gotcha. But, you know, some key people have left over time with not as many new people coming in. And um... so we're the
2: Huskers of the. Uh...
3: <laughs> or we're the Dallas Cowboys. Or the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Both of which are my favorite football teams. So I, I very much resonate with this guild on many levels. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you would know that, yeah, I mean, the guild could use a little boost to the reputation. <laughs>
3: Perfect. Perfect. Um, as all this conversation is going on, you notice that Merrick uh, has pulled out a small little chisel um, in the piece piece of mud it looks like that he is um that as you catch it he's singing to while also forming with the chisel. Um it's very odd, very uh very different. Um and he's he's not singing like it's almost as if he's whispering to the rock or gotcha. to to the mud that is seemingly as you, the more that you look, the more that he does it, and the more that he chisels, the more that you see it's actually somehow becoming stone. Oh, um,
2: in Fate, is there something like a a, a notice roll or some kind of a, like a perception skill thing, or is it just kind of like
0: depends what you want to do? In Fate, the golden rule of Fate is fiction first. Gotcha. So don't worry about the mechanics when you make Perfect. a choice. Just say what you want to do, and I'll I'll figure out how to make the mechanics work with
2: it. Okay, so. <laughs> I want to try and uh, be paying enough attention to what Merrick is singing to try and like pluck out a harmony on my lute uh, while, that's, while he's kind of ch- chiseling on the rock.
0: Okay. Like you want to do, you want to, accom- you want to, I want to like,
2: uh, yeah, I want to like accompany him in his, because kind of, uh, Reese is very attuned to music when it's happening. And yep. so I feel like he would pick up on that pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. Um. That sounds like it would be a careful thing to me okay. to do and probably create an advantage again. Okay.
2: I don't have anything. I don't have a stunt that specifically relates to this because I'm not trying to change the mood of any people with my loot. I'm just trying to go for it. Oh, goodness. Uh, that is a zero.
0: Okay. So you need a two okay. to be successful on this. What you can do... You have the option to spend a fate point if you want. You can spend a fate point to invoke an aspect. So if you have a relevant aspect on your character sheet, you can spend a fate point and add a plus two to your roll. Gotcha. Uh,
2: Yes, then I will uh, invoke the aspect. Uh, I will uncover the legendary Song of Harmony. So trying to find tunes and new melodies that are that song of harmony okay so
0: i'll take it so you spend one fate point and you get to add plus two to your roll awesome which becomes
2: which becomes two then
0: so yeah you uh create the beautiful accompaniment awesome
2: uh so yeah he's just kind of uh in focused on you now uh merrick as uh he's kind of plucking away
3: the song kind of dies away and just looks at you what what are you, What are you doing? No that was that was really
0: good. I've never
3: heard
2: that song before. What was that?
3: To be honest, I don't know. Um, ever since I was uh, a little kid and just just playing in the mud by myself, uh, I noticed that if I took mud and kind of balled it up and then I, there was just this urging me to sing to it. Oh, and the stone, the mud shaped itself a little bit and it became harder and denser and actually turned to rock. I don't really know why. I'm not really sure how. But it's brought me comfort and a sense of groundedness um, no matter what's going on.
2: Uh, so I'm from uh, a wandering tribe of uh, nomadic people. We study magic. We study the uh, spirits that are imbued in things. And uh, so I think you're kind of connecting with a spirit in the mud and creating something that's very unique to that rock and changing the spirit. I mean, I could be, I could be way off. So I was kicked out of my tribe. But Why you- that is, uh, I still think that that is what you're doing. <laughs> what happened? Uh, long story, another time, but... Think that you've got some kind of connection with the, uh, with the spiritual world when you do that.
3: Oh, uh,
0: okay. Here's your dinner. <laughs> and the, the, the waitress comes back over and she plops down just giant plates of like, they look like massive fish steaks essentially, and plops them down in front of everyone. And uh, you guys enjoy a lovely time together in the tavern for a little while. You and Tosin, Merrick and Tosin enjoy their meal. Um, Glennis and Cedric also enjoy your meal. And Reese probably continues playing some.
2: Oh, yeah. He he doesn't eat too much, but he mostly, like, after he'll get a few mouthfuls in, then he'll go up and kind of uh, do some circles around and plays lute and stuff.
0: As you're kind of finishing up eating, uh, the waitress comes over to Merrick and Tosin and says, Hey, stick around after clothes for a little bit. The master wants to talk to you. Okay. And so the evening kind of draws on, and people start to trickle out, Uh, and eventually the restaurant comes to a close. And the only people remaining in the restaurant right now are Merrick and Tosin, Reese, I think Marley's probably left. Are Glennis and Sidric there? Yeah. Okay. And the waitress, who you now know is named Samira and is a member of the guild. And she comes out from the kitchen and says, "All right, so you ready to meet Master Kuma?" Yeah. All right. Come on into the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> do you all follow? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you all come into the you all come into the kitchen, uh, and this this is the part of the building where just a chunk is broken off, so it's just kind of exposed <laughs> to the outside world. Sitting, you can see the walrus floating out there in the river, uh, kind of barking happily, and. Sitting on the ground in the kitchen is uh the polar bear man. Uh he's he's a large he's a large fellow. I mean, he's probably, you know, six and a half, seven feet tall. He's kind of like a big barrel-chested kind of person, like probably a bit overweight, but carries it pretty well. And he's got like a bunch of rope tied around his waist like a belt with a big hook dangling off of it. And he is sitting on the ground with just a large lump on his head. Uh, and there is also a bent frying pan sitting nearby.
3: You should probably put some ice on that.
0: Oh, we got ourselves a wise guy, do we? Just, just trying to help out. He kind of gives you a glare and then bursts into laughter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You're right. I probably sh- You want to grab some ice over there for me? That'd be great. Yeah. And he puts some ice on him. Uh, and he says, so... Or you're looking to join a guild. We are. Hmm. What brings you? Uh, what brings you to Ivory Horizon?
3: Well, a few things. One is that we have been unable to find a home in other guilds that we had uh, requested entry into. Uh, also, we we have we have the desire to to see things that we haven't seen before, and to uh, see people. We haven't meet people that we haven't met before. Um, Guildholm is both very large and also very small, and uh, I want to see. I want to see more of the world. Tell me, have you seen anything today you've never seen before? Yes, yes, I have. I've, I've one. I've never seen whatever that thing that is out there. I, I don't even know what mm-hmm. to how to describe it. That's- a, a water elephant? I I don't know.
2: That's Waldo. He's our he's our uh, our guide, our spiritual guide through the world.
0: He's more of a physical guide. Yes, he, I mean he's a walrus
2: in the spiritual sense, though he's our spiritual walrus. guide, right? I mean, he doesn't have to be. <laughs> the master just stares at you. <laughs> I'll be, um, I gotta go grab something from my room. I'll be, I'll, I'll be right back. And well, Reese is like, kinda,
0: kinda like... Uh, don't, take, don't take off just yet. <laughs> oh, okay. or, or, well, he, he calls out,
3: get back here as soon as you can.
2: <laughs> uh, Reese just turns around right away and comes back.
3: <laughs> uh, also, I've never seen a group of people who are so different yet also seem so connected. And I must say I'm intrigued.
1: What do you think of that, Sid? Oh, I think he sounds like a welcome addition, if you ask me, but...
3: <laughs> All right. What do you bring to the table, kid? Well, I guess I, I, I bring this guy with me, and he just points at Tosin. Uh, we're inseparable. Uh, he, he never goes anywhere without me. I never go anywhere without him. Um, and also, uh, we bring our skills as masons and craftsmen, as well as uh, other skills. He kind of slowly
0: stands up, pushes himself up into a standing position. He's looming over you, easily twice as tall as you are. And he kind of cracks his neck left and right. And then he sticks out a big old paw and says, well, welcome to Ivory
3: Horizon. I grab the thumb and shake it. (laughs) (laughs) Woo!
2: (laughs) Reese uh, just uh, absolutely erupts in in cheers. Known
3: this guy for ten minutes. (laughs) Already thinks he's my best friend. I don't mind. So what were your names anyway? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Merrick Rock Render, sir, as well as Old Tosin's Stone Crusher. You got that, Samira?
0: Uh, she's, like, taking notes. Yep, got it, sir.
3: I think the Old Tosin is, is
2: like, we have to have that delineator with him, because there are so many other Tosins here, so we must call him Old Tosin.
0: I actually put it down as his first name. Old? Yeah. Perfect. I mean, it is is the
3: most descriptive thing about him, so. I'm not that old.
1: (laughs) Does he look older than I am?
3: He looks
0: older than you are. He looks like he's probably, you know, 65, 70. Bet. (laughs) Uh, And he, kind of as if he feels a little self-conscious about those comments and, like, he wants to prove himself. He says, so, uh, I guess uh, Master Kuma, was it? and Kuma nods, and he says, should I uh, take a look at this here wall, see what we can do about that? And Kuma slaps him on the back and kind of sends him bouncing a little bit. (laughs) He says, that'd be wonderful. And then uh, Kuma just kind of dives out the hole into the river.
3: (laughs) Is that how it usually leaves?
2: Uh, Hmm. Usually it's through a wall, so because there wasn't a wall there because of the fish thing, it was just out, but yes. Okay. We've
1: patched Front way race. more walls than we wish we have at this point. <laughs> so, you are, will
0: not be short on work. All right. Good. It looks like we got the night off. <laughs> it does. This guy's making quick work here. Mm-hmm. Look at that craftsmanship. Wow. Now, uh, here, this is a guy who knows what he's doing.
1: Exactly. doesn't even need robot arms to do it.
0: Oh. He's doing more with two arms than we did with six. Hmm. Some people's luck <laughs> um, so you've got kind of got uh it it's kind of late now do you got Reese and um Sid, do you have like rooms in the or do you have a place that you stay in the building? Yeah, I picture it kind of as like there's like a restaurant area, a kitchen area, and I think there's probably like i don't know, is there a second floor is it like lofted and open part way up to the roof? I think it'd be like kind of like an
2: inn. Where it's, like, the, the bottom floor is the restaurant that is sure. that is open, but then there's a ring around the top where where there's rooms. Oh, yeah. But it's still, like, open to the sure. air up, up there. So, like,
0: in the center of the building, it kind of just goes all the way yeah. up to the top. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah.
1: I like to just imagine my room was the one in the corner that was smashed.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm like,
1: well, goodness. Like, we're taking the spare tonight? Well, nope. You, need, you guys need,
3: you need the spare.
0: Uh, Samira kind of turns, oh, and says, oh, yes. um. Merrick, do you have a place to stay?
3: Sure don't. We, uh. Would you we, like one? Yeah, we, we would love one. Anywhere's better than the, the open ground.
0: Uh, and she leads you upstairs, um, and she gives you and Tosin each separate rooms. So they're not big, they're kind of small, one person bedrooms, mm-hmm. but it's a room of your very own.
3: Never had one of these before.
0: With an actual bed and. She says,
3: so, uh, I hope this will work for you. It's kind of on the small side, but... I'm kind of on the small side. It'll work just fine. <laughs> all right, and she leaves you to it.
0: Morning dawns at Ivory Horizon, and um, the smell of breakfast starts wafting up through the air. Uh, you kind of all come down at varying points, um, and by the time you're all down, uh, the restaurant doesn't appear to... The restaurant's now open for breakfast today, uh, closed for repairs uh, though Tosin has made quick work and is very nearly done. Kuma gathers you all, gathers everybody around and says, he pulls out a big piece of paper and says, All right, we just got a job request. Where's Adrian? I want to send him on it. Wait. I,
2: um, Oops. he was, I saw him. Ah, oh, he's not back. Th-
0: yeah. Job's taking forever. When's he going to finish that? Okay, we'll get Perk then. I'll send him on it. He's,
1: uh, uh also, yeah, he's, he's
2: he's gone, too. What? I think he went with Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't go with Adrian. But,
0: <laughs> oh. okay, he's not back from his job, either. <sighs> nope. Oh, my word. Sid, you ready to get back in the field? Mm,
1: just kind of <laughs> stretches the shoulder, like you just hear, as <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, he's just kind of stretching both arms. Yep, I think I'm ready. <laughs> okay. That's good. Gladys told me you've been itching to get get your uh, hands dirty again. Yeah, it's been long enough. That's right. Well, why don't you take the rookies with you? All right. I see no problem with this. (laughs) Uh, And he gestures to Reese and Merrick.
2: Yes, 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 yes.
0: Field trip. (laughs) Yes. All right.
2: Reese is so excited.
0: All (laughs) right. Well, let's uh, rock and let's roll. I got some business to attend to in town, so here's the job. And he tosses the paper on the table uh, and leaves.
1: Alright, and so as he tosses the paper on the table, from from Cedric's Cid, backpack, a giant robotic arm that's kind of just like a tentacle with just like claws at the end just kind of goes and grabs the paper and pulls in front of him like, let's see here, so, what does it say?
0: <laughs> the job is a, a missing person recovery. It is listed from Lord Hughes Renard, who is the Lord of Leafside. So you're kind of in a, a, a town area he's basically the local authority and the job description says that his daughter Remy Renard has been kidnapped by bandits and he will pay good money to um have her recovered uh, and so it says to uh come inquire at his manor if you're interested in the job are you a spider uh <laughs> no
3: Well, what, what's but, an extra arm for
0: Oh,
1: then another arm pops out. Like, I got my arms. They're the Robo Arms Mach
3: 3000. So does, does that mean that people need to mock it 3,000 times? Uh,
1: n- No, no. They're just the, the 3,000 attempt at me making Robo Arms. <laughs>
3: okay. All right. uh, how's it working out so far?
1: Oh, uh, 3,000 times the charm. <laughs>
3: <So>. <laughs> I like that motto. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll give you a fate point.
0: I'm going to do a compel. Okay. So I will offer a compel to you because of your aspect. It's still a prototype. (laughs) I I will give you a fate point. If something goes horribly wrong with your arms and like slaps them or something. (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) All right. You get a fate point. Uh, And right as you say 3000th times, the charm your arm just starts flailing around, knocking stuff over, <laughs> breaking cups and glasses, smashing the table, and just slapping Merritt clean across the face.
3: Ow! <laughs> Ow! Sorry about that. Still oh. prototype, apparently. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess. All right, gonna steer so. clear of that thing.
1: Uh, let's see. So, taking notes. Three thousand one in progress.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I love the th- like to think that he doesn't actually make any changes. It's just like cataloging all
1: the errors that's happening, and <laughs> yeah, it just keeps labeling them. <laughs> yep. There's just tighten one bolt here <laughs> this time. <laughs> yep. Oh, it needed an extra quarter turn.
0: Uh, Glennis comes out, and she's carrying a few boxes, and she says, "Here, I uh, I had Helga get lunch for all three of you." Oh, thank you, honey. Lunchbox. Well, uh, have fun. Be safe out there. What's the job? Oh,
1: we're doing a bit of a kidnapping case. It seems like Remy Renard's been kidnapped by bandits.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna have to kidnap someone. Oh no, (laughs) it's been a while. But we have to do
1: that sometimes.
2: Oh, those are the best kind because then we usually end up getting another crew member for the Ivory
1: Horizons. you can't just be all of our trade secrets right off the bat. Well,
2: I mean, we have not that many people, and so it's the way we get more. Glennis very pointedly
0: looks at Merrick and says, we don't kidnap people.
2: Of course not,
1: wink. Uh, uh,
3: uh, Okay. Okay. Okay, well, be safe. Well, will do. Thanks, Glennis.
0: All right, and you would all know that uh, the manor is kind of up, like, on the hilltop area. You would have seen it as, it's very prominent. It's easy to see. Sweet. Shall we go?
1: Let's go. Uh,
2: Reese is going to kind of be uh, slightly in front a little bit and just kind of playing his loot as he's, like, kind of happily jaunting along. Okay. Uh, He's also got another loot in a case on his back. So he's playing one loot and has a second loot on his back.
0: What does his loot look like?
2: Uh the one on his back or the one that he's playing neither one uh the one that he's playing is uh, just plain uh not there's not really any decorative things on it he's it's just kind of your basic wooden uh, lute um but the other one that's on his back uh kind of has a very intricate pattern carved into the face of it uh that that is very wispy in nature and kind of abstractly conveys the ideas of uh, the different elements and different like natural uh, things in the world. So like there's uh, a leaf that kind of morphs into a rock that morphs into a stream that freezes. And uh, if you look real close it kind of looks like they're all interchanging and it's like they're morphing one into the other very slowly.
3: Okay, do you need both of those things? Oh.
2: Yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, you approach the manor, and it's a beautiful house up on the hill. Uh, like, there's a, been a lot of money put into this, clearly. Which the town isn't poor, it's not in poverty, but this seems like half the money from the town has gone to this house. Uh, it's got a beautiful courtyard full of, you know, intricate topiaries, armed guards at the doors, uh, and you approach. Feeling with each step, the anticipation that comes with setting out on a new adventure. And I think that's where we're going to wrap this first episode up. Woo! All right. Nice. All right. right. So, Ivory Horizon. Yeah. yeah. Here we are. It's going to be fun. Do we want to say, I mean... Yeah. Ivory Horizon.
1: Ivory Horizon.
2: Iv- Ivory Horizon. So, how do you guys feel coming out of this first episode? <laughs> I think we should end every episode like that and just say Ivory Horizon. <laughs> Ivory Horizon. Ivory Horizon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun, I think. Yeah. I am not playing Reese how I thought I would, but I like uh,
0: more so <laughs> now. <laughs> when I when Zack said that he was like a Mason, a train and a with a professional Mason, I'm like, alright, perfect. We're gonna destroy the guild right off the bat. <laughs>
3: And and this is exactly gonna be a thing. how
0: we're going to get them involved. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I didn't say this at the beginning, but this campaign is heavily inspired by a lot of manga and anime that I enjoy, stuff like Fairy Tale and Black Clover and Hunter Hunter, One Piece, um, One Piece <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, Fairy Tale being a big one. Um, so this is. I'm excited. I've been your GM, Seth. Going around the table, we've got. Nathan playing. That. <laughs> <laughs> new name, who dis?
1: <laughs> Nathan
3: new playing. New who dis? Nathan
0: playing Cedric Ballinor. Tim playing Reese
3: Mellowson. And Zach playing Merrick Rockrender.
0: You can find us on social media at GU Adventure Pod. You can join our Discord and talk to us in person. And you can support us on Patreon. So thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Guaranteed Adventures. Now go have some adventures of your own.
2: All the uh, links for those things are in the description of the episode.